eBay Motors is here for the ride. Elbow grease and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles in a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. LED headlights, spoilers, whatever you need. eBay Motors has it at affordable prices. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride every time. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to the Total Car Score podcast, bringing you the world of cars from inside the car. And now your hosts, Carl Brower, Lauren Fix, and Javier Mota. Well, here we are in Dearborn, Michigan, in a very special place. This is the archives for Lincoln, the luxury brand for more Ford Motor Company. And we have Ted Ryan, who is the manager of this place. So first of all, thank you very much for letting us here. I guess this is not very common that you allow people in here, right? No, not, you're welcome. Uh, and it is not very common that we we'll let people into the archives. But uh, for the Lincoln 100th anniversary, we've curated an amazing exhibit. And we've invited select media to, to come and see it. So first of all, let's hear a little about you. How did you got the job? This is pretty cool to be me, uh, at the centennial of the brand. Uh, this time is, is special, right? It is. Uh, I've been at Ford uh, Motor Company now for uh, a little bit under four years, and we've been planning the Lincoln exhibit almost the entire time I've been here because yeah. we knew that, that Lincoln was turning 100, and you only turn 100 once. So <laughs> you, know, wanted, you are there. I <laughs> want to make it special. And, and my team and I have been looking for different stories and different examples uh, to showcase Lincoln's rich heritage and to do it via the archives collection and objects that we have and, and vehicles uh, and the, the stories around it, uh, celebrities who owned it like Elvis and Sinatra and Liz Taylor, and then the different ways that Lincoln has changed over the years and the design uh, improvements that are made during the decades. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to use my cheat sheet here because mm -hmm. Lincoln was a, so good to give us. So let's start at the beginning, obviously. So 1922, but the company was founded a little bit earlier. The company was founded in 1917 by Henry Leland to make airplane engines during World War One, And then after the war, he tried to make cars. Unfortunately for Henry Leland, while he was a great engineer, he was not a great car designer. And his cars were not popular, and the company actually went bankrupt by 1922. That's where Ford steps in. Uh, Edsel Ford and Eleanor, his wife, and Clara Henry's wife convinced Henry Ford to purchase Lincoln. So we He was not very convinced at the beginning? Why did it took a lot of work, according to uh, the... He wanted to uh, Henry Ford wanted to focus on the Model T and oh, okay. Fords, and yeah. he didn't want uh, distractions. So... Uh, he felt that Lincoln was going to be a distraction, uh, but Edsel convinced him that uh, Ford Motor Company needed to have a second car line that was uh, uh, the luxury car line that would appeal uh, to the luxury buyers. So, uh, and good vision from him because uh, back then probably car companies weren't thinking about that, and probably this is the first one that comes 
as a separate uh, brand within a major uh, manufacturer, but just focus on luxury, no? Yep. Actually, I wish I could say we were the first. Cadillac was there before us. Oh, okay. And there, and <laughs> Almost. There's a, there's a twisted irony, too, because Henry Leland founded Cadillac. Okay, and yeah, of course. he left Cadillac to, to establish Lincoln. And then, but Cadillac what, at, the, at the moment was independent, right? No, when it he was, it was he, already Leland left Cadillac when they were purchased by GM. Oh, he okay. didn't like uh, GM management telling him how to build Cadillac. <laughs> how cars. to do so, his work? So he left. So then uh, Henry Ford purchases Lincoln, and Edsel Ford makes Lincoln the luxury brand that we know and love today. Okay, so very important that 1922 because he bought the company. Ford bought the company. They inherited also a lot of debt. I heard 12, $12 million at yeah, that time. That's million, a lot of money. Eight million in debt to the government, and then another four million in debt to different creditors. Uh, and so by paying all that off, uh, it put Lincoln in good standing. And then you see the car shift immediately. The next car in our display is is a Brun Coach car from 1937. Uh, it's stunningly beautiful. Uh, but unfortunately, the Depression came along, and it became more difficult to sell those limos. End of 20s, beginning of the yeah, 30s? Yeah, 1929 and 30. And so uh, uh, Edsel Ford shifted, and Lincoln began to produce the Lincoln Zephyr, which at the time, in 1936, uh, was considered one of the most beautiful cars in the world. It is. And that, that um, model that you have there is an original, completely original? It is completely original. We borrowed that one from the Lincoln Heritage Association. Okay. Now the Zephyr is relaunching in China, right? Like recently or like coming very soon, I think. Yes. In fact, we have a photo of the Zephyr in Shanghai, 1936. But then we just relaunched the Zephyr mm -hmm. in China, and it's going to be the all-new Lincoln Zephyr sedan. In fact, China's going to be the only market where uh, that Zephyr sold. Interesting. So now at the second garage that we visited today, a lot of, I mean, this X100 prototype was ahead of its time with a lot of technology that by the time, 1953, like nobody else had like that. Right, it's, it was a laboratory on wheels is what it was called, the X100, and they, were, uh, they did 50 unique innovative features. Some of them were great, like uh, uh, heated seats, which we love without in today, Michigan yeah. today. Oh my God, <laughs> without a heated seat in Michigan, you're, you're in trouble. Yeah. And then, uh, but others like the, uh, uh, the electric razor that was built into it, wow. uh, electric shaver, uh, I don't think we want to drive along and shave at the same time. Probably that wouldn't be legal today. Yeah. <laughs> but back then, but they didn't have laws against that. But it also had a, a, a um, sunroof, kind of, a panoramic sunroof with rain sensors that would close the, the, the roof or something like they that? They did. Uh, the sensors would detect rain and would automatically close the sunroof. So uh, quite an amazing vehicle. Yeah. And then you had a stretch limo that... Uh, was used for by the Pope, like so before the first Pope mobile, maybe uh, one of the first Pope mobiles uh, the, before the Bronco Pope mobile in '79. Yep, uh, this one was in uh, 1966 uh, for Pope Francis, or I'm sorry, Pope Pius Pope, VI, yeah, uh, and um, in New York, but then was given to the city of Chicago, uh, where it was used by the city of Chicago for decades. And and uh, any any uh, ticker tape parade in Chicago, the participants would have been in that. Everybody one. wanted that car. Yep. So then we went to a really interesting room where all the documents, original documents from 100 or more years ago are preserved. And that must be, that's like a treasure. I mean, like, you must have to take of that part of, well, everything, but that part in particular is, like, invaluable, right? Yeah, it's our, it's the storage space for our archives, uh, the archive stack, we call it. And uh, there's three miles of shelving, one point, uh, wow. or 16,000 cubic feet of material, uh, more than three million photographs. 
uh, 10,000 uh, video and film assets. But in this setting, we set up uh, two cars, a, a 1956 Mark II, Continental Mark II, and a 1961 Continental, along with displays on what colors and fabrics and trims would have looked like. Yeah. The Elvis car that you mentioned briefly uh, a, a few minutes ago, that was important because it's obviously a big celebrity and back then. And tell us the story behind that because I, I'm from Miami, so yeah. I want to tell a little bit more about that. Oh, it's a great Miami story. Yeah. Elvis was in Miami as part of his tour, and the, the fans discovered that he was there and that his, his 1956 Lincoln was there. So they covered it in lipstick. And <laughs> it's documented in a Life magazine from August of 1956. Uh, so Elvis took his lipstick-covered car and traded it in for a, a Continental Mark II, which had just come out and was considered uh, the world's finest car. And then Elvis drove that Mark II all over New Orleans as he was filming the movie King Creole. Too bad they didn't conserve the one with the lipstick. Can you imagine how much more that would be today if it was like still with that? Huh? I, I wondered about that because the Miami dealer, it was a trade-in, so yeah. he had it. And he obviously showed it to Life magazine to have it photographed yeah. the way it was. Uh, but I guess back then people weren't thinking about like collecting cars in the way that we do today. I mean, like today, like a lot of people conserve the cars and like they gain value. Some even buy new cars and keep them in stock just to gain value over time. Right? Right. But I guess back then, it wasn't that uh, the, the thinking of that. So after that, we went to the this called the art and design of Lincoln. And uh, the interesting thing about Edsel Ford that he was not a designer by uh, training, right? But he, he had the, the feeling, the, the, instinct, the instinct to be a designer. Yes, I, that's a, a good, I'm going to steal that line. That's okay. a good line. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm going to ask permission. I, I, provided, I, I provided something to the Lincoln Archive. No, but it, it's no. fantastic because he did have that instinct. And Bob Gregory, who was the designer that he worked with all the time, they worked on the Zephyr together and then the Continental together, used to say that Edsel designed by critiquing. No, no, I like this. No more. It needs to be flatter. And he didn't have the training to, to be a draftsman and to draw it out yeah. the way that he saw it in his head. But he saw it in his head, and, and his instincts were for beauty and grace and style and elegance that, that you still see in Lincoln's today. You have a part of the um, mural that is at the Detroit uh, Museum of Art by Diego Rivera from Mexico. I'm from Mexico, so yeah. I always appreciate that when there's the dimension. And he, very interesting because he's a, a car guy, but he's in the mural, he's, distinct, he's, he's like portrayed as a designer. Right. He, uh, Edsel Ford in, the, in the, the famous mural is the only one that wasn't shown in an industrial setting. Henry Ford is shown at the Rouge with a giant yeah. uh, 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 contraption behind yeah. machinery. And but Edsel was shown in his design studio, which actually, interestingly, was in this building. Oh, really? We're at the Ford Engineering Lab, which is where the archives is, and this is where the design studio was. Uh, so you saw the reproduction of the mural in the building where uh, Diego would have, would have seen Edsel and would have uh, yeah. presumably drafted him. So then we saw a, a, a lot of slides of, I mean, for 100 years you have to show a lot, but he was very well presented because over the years Lincoln has always been a luxury brand. Except maybe, I mean, still in the 80s, but like uh, even the designers acknowledged that wasn't probably the best mm -hmm. era. Right, and uh, when you walk through, and we arranged it by decades so yeah. that you would get a feel for how the cars were changing, getting bigger, getting smaller, 
And in the 80s, when they became so rounded, mm -hmm. it almost felt like it was knocking off the Ford Taurus yeah. as opposed to, <laughs> to staking yeah. its own way, uh, which is what the luxury brand should do. But fortunately for, for Lincoln, it's found its way back uh, countless times. Uh, I think the Navigator changed luxury SUVs forever. And that way of thinking about luxury uh, permeates the Lincoln brand now. Yeah, the Continental came back for a few years, but wasn't that successful in sales. I mean, it was a beautiful design, but nowadays companies have to focus on sales, right? Right. So now the the feature looks great. Some of the prototypes that, or the yeah, the prototypes that were or the sketches, because mm -hmm. I don't think they made the one that was shown in Pebble Beach a couple of years ago or, or last year. No, That's and those are concept cars, just to yeah. show the concept of where Lincoln is heading, uh, and it's exciting. I can't say anything. There's news coming down no, the course, bike. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I think that that as those are revealed, that I think that everybody's going to be excited and know that Lincoln has rediscovered its roots. Because yeah. essentially, what Edsel Ford did and the the brand that he created uh, and the the feeling of luxury and excellence, uh, I think it's being revisited as we go forward today. Yeah. Well, thank you very much for your time. Uh, again, not justice in. Uh a few minutes for a hundred year history, but very interesting. And you're going to be at the New York Auto Show. Also I'm going to be at the up. New York Auto Show along and, with uh, uh, with uh, the King Essel Presley's uh, Continental Mark II. Excellent. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you for listening. For more, check us out online at TotalCarscore.com. Is this house a good price compared to others in the area? Are prices going up or down? If I don't make an offer right this very moment, will I miss my chance? These are just some of the questions a home buyer might ask. And these are the sorts of questions an agent who is a Realtor can help answer. Because Realtors have the expertise, data, and access to specialty training to help you navigate the process of buying a home. They provide support, guidance, and have your back every step of the way. That's what Realtors do, because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.